This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air. Hello everyone. Takaho. Selamat datang. Konnichiwa. Hola. 안녕하세요. Assalamu alaikum. And Kiora. Connecting Cultures Features is a show by and for the beautiful and diverse multicultural people of Dunedin. Join me every Friday noon for Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM, podcast on oar.org.nz.
不多九百日了，还是这样怀念。说过在那一边见，来待我出现。你继续沿途历险，我继续寻求幸福了。那一天。It is now 12 p.m. and you are listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. And you're back on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina, and you're listening to Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio, a show by for and about the multicultural people of Dunedin. Today with me we have Erica Wong. She's the secretary for the Otago International Students Association、um, from Hong Kong, and I really want to have a good yarn with her about everything:、um, her cultural identity, her studies, her involvement with OISA, and sharing what it, is it like to be an international student these days.、Um, Kiora, Erica, hello. It's really nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too.、Hmm. Um, yeah. So, would you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Uh, yeah. Hello, I'm Erica, and like I'm a third year student、uh, in University of Otago, and I'm doing a Bachelor of Arts in Science in Asian Studies and Pharmacology. And yeah, during my spare time, I would like to go traveling and get to know different cultures. Hmm. Thank you so much for that introduction.、Um, when she said it the first time that she was studying Asian studies and pharmacology, I got so excited. Like, oh my god! Like, tell me more about Asian studies. Ah,、uh, yes. Like the Asian studies、uh, is basically an interdisciplinary、um, subject, comprised of like politics, history, or、um, media and communication, and like surrounding the hard power and soft power of Asia. And、uh, it is about like how diversify and how、um, how strong the Asian influence is in New Zealand,、mm-hmm. and like um. Like as along with studying the、uh, Asian studies, and I'm always surprised by how how strong and how solid the Asian cultures are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's so interesting, and、um, particularly when you mention like、um, the culture of Asians in New Zealand, that doesn't get really talked a lot.、Um, so it's really important that there is that study out there, you know. Yeah. Uh, like、uh, in New Zealand, there's so many Asian, and they are the dominant migrant in New Zealand. Yeah, and、uh, predominantly、um, China and India. So like,、um, it's very important to like get to know Chinese and Indian culture, especially like to get to know like what the, they need and how、um, they are living in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. exactly.、Um, we'll talk more about. Um, Asian studies later during the show.、Yeah. Um, let's talk about your culture because you're、oh. from Hong Kong,、um, and I have a soft spot for <laughs> Hong Kong culture because my best friend is from Hong Kong.、Uh, oh. She she was with me in New Zealand for like 
three years and then she went back this year so um like i kind of i miss her a lot uh and if for your list for the listeners here um they will recognize tiffany tiffany has been on the show for a while um and i really miss her so i'm really happy that you know i can talk to a hong kong person and talk about your culture (laughs) today (laughs) Uh, tell me about you uh yeah like when people um, hear that i'm from hong kong like everyone is just so curious and so excited about that and i believe that many like kiwis and many people like are very fascinated about hong kong culture and they have been to hong kong before so like Mm -hmm. i'm very happy to share that uh like hong kong is very um, diversified culture and uh, there's so many different sort of people like Kiwi, uh, British and many people coming here to do business so, and also like we have some domestic worker in Hong Kong so like I basically grew up with different people mm-hmm. and my uh, domestic helper in Hong Kong and she's uh, an Indonesian so like I uh, I just grew up with them and like uh, get to know different cultures mm, that's mm. amazing yeah um something tiffany told me that uh, hong kong is like a mixture of asian and western culture yeah mm. can you tell us about that uh yes due to the his uh the historical influence mm. uh hong kong is kind of hybrid of western and chinese culture and like with different sort of uh, immigration wave and there's so many people in Hong Kong now yeah. like with Chinese with Indian uh, some Southeast Asians like Filipino and Indonesian and there's so many uh, European in Hong Kong as well and uh, also like the um, because of the British influence, um, we just brought up to like studying English and get to know Western cultures. Mm. yeah thank you for sharing that um yeah hong kong is one of the countries i want to visit when borders are open (laughs) yeah yeah i want to visit malaysia as well yeah you should hopefully i'm there when you're coming (laughs) it's like we're talking about yeah um it's like we we talk about visiting each other's countries as if like it can happen soon and i really wish yeah. it can happen soon it's like i really miss home and i'm sure you yeah, do too. too yeah yeah and i really miss traveling across the asia mm. yeah i really wish to go to malaysia and thailand for <gasps> one day <laughs> yeah we're yeah, so close i have never visited these two countries before uh, um because you mentioned that you like traveling what countries have you traveled Oh, I traveled to a lot of places before, like so, like most of the Hong Kongers do, mm-hmm. and we just love traveling. And um, like for me, I visit Japan, Taiwan, Vietnam, Cambodia, mm-hmm. Singapore, Australia before. Huh. Yeah, but like, I think most of the Hong Kongers travel more frequent than me. Yeah, because yeah, Hong Kong really is like in the, the middle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, I really yeah. miss traveling. Um, I've been to Hong Kong once, but the oh. only... I was so young. The only place I remember was Disneyland. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was, that was probably like the only thing I remember from it. But, you know, Hong Kong Disneyland was really fun. 
It's yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. Like I remember meeting uh, Rapunzel there, and uh, I was like a fan of Tangled during that time. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, that's nice. So hopefully borders will be open, so we can travel. I really miss that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so from Hong Kong, um, you came to New Zealand to Auckland first. Can you share with us the story of when you became an international student? Uh, when I was in Auckland, I studied uh, in a foundation year school. And I um, across the whole foundation year school, it is uh, all of international students. Mm. And that's the first point of exposure to the different kind of Asian cultures. And because I and my year is dominated by um, Asian cultures, Asian people and most of them are from Indonesia and China at that time. Mm-hmm. So like, I get to know about a lot about Indonesian culture, as well as some Vietnamese culture. And that makes me so curious on how they are living. And like um, that's become um, one of the reasons I do Asian studies, to get to know my friends. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting, right? Uh, when you were in Hong Kong, um, you- because you didn't you weren't really exposed with like friends of your age that's um of different cultures and when yeah. you come here it's like you op- it opens your eyes to like how different people are yeah yeah that's so cool yeah uh, and then from uh foundation year can you tell us like how you got back to Dunedin uh yeah um, I thought like I'm gonna study in the University of Auckland before, mm-hmm. but like end up I come down to Dunedin, mm-hmm. and the reason is that um it's more um I, I would like a challenging place and like to tr- um move to a new place to get to know a, a new place, and Dunedin is more um Kiwi than Auckland, mm-hmm. and Auckland is uh, many migrants. So, like, I would like to get out of my comfort zone to stay within the Asian circle. So, I come to Dunedin in twenty twenty. Like, uh, my first year in uni is exactly the COVID period. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, but like, I stay in residential hall, so like, uh... I get to know a lot of Kiwis, and they're so friendly. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really good that you were like in a hall during COVID, yeah. you know, because if you're flatting, like the five people you are, you have around you are like the only friends you have for like a m- few months. Uh, so that's really good. Yeah. And like uh, during the lockdown phase and because I'm staying in a hall, so like there's so many people around me and I still get to social and like staying together. Yeah. So like um I just get to know a lot of people in the hall. Yeah. And I can tell you're a very friendly and sociable person. <laughs> so it's really good that, yeah. you know, um you're making the effort to get to know people around you mm. and talk to them. Yeah. Um did you feel any like cultural changes? Like I- I'm sure you do, but were there anything that made you feel like culture shocked um when you came down to Dunedin from Auckland? There's a lot indeed. And um, during my time in Auckland, I was staying in a foundation school. Basically, it's an international school. So like I'm not really studying with Kiwi. But nowadays in Dunedin, um, there's so many Kiwis around. And like that's the authentic 
New Zealand culture I get exposed to, mm-hmm. and there's so many cultural shock.、Mm, the first thing is that the in the hall they serve like so many kiwi hall food, like <laughs> kiwi hot dogs. Yeah, and yeah, and like the first time I see like kiwi hot dogs, and I was so shocked. Because、oh. like, I was thinking of American hot dogs, yeah, but, yeah, different. it's very interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is so and, interesting.、Mm, and I like、um, Maori food as well.、Mm, yeah. yeah, and there's so many Maori in the hall, and like their culture is so interesting.、Mm. I really love to get to know more about that. Like,、mm, yeah. Thank you for sharing that.、Um, yeah, I I, re- I understand about the food. Like, what、mm. were the kinds of food you had when you were in the international、um, school in Auckland? Uh, I was staying in a, a homestay, a Kiwi homestay, during the first few months,、mm. and then I just go flatting. So like I just cook on my own. Ah, I see. Yeah, yeah. So you you probably cook the like dishes that you're. Like you know、yeah. of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like、um, now,、uh, during the time I stay in the hall and I just eat kiwi food, and there are so many dishes that I have never tried before. Yeah. Yeah. So like it just makes me well kiwi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But- I think like food is always the first place to know a culture. Hmm. That is、yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. And we all travel for food, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I. Um, I remember going to travel with Tiffany. She made me mapo tofu. It's a、oh. uh, like a Hong Kong dish.、Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really liked it. It's like it's like tomato based、um, like tofu, like、yeah. with the sauce.、Um, yeah, it's like it, it's very interesting when we share cultural foods together.、Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. When I was flirting with a Vietnamese girl before, and like I eat lots of Vietnamese dishes,、mm. yeah, like um, so many spring rolls every day. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah,、mm. oh, um, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that,、uh, Erica. Um, we might go on a song break. Um,、okay. you brought a song for us today. Can you share with us one of them? I. Yes, um, the song is called a、uh, ciao, and I think it's、uh, Italian, and the meaning of that is like goodbye, and the reason is that um during the COVID period and uh there's so many things happened in Hong Kong, and there are many people migrated, and there are some people who choose to stay, and so like this song is aiming to say that like those people who separate between their hometown and a new place and uh. Just、uh, wishing them all the best and that kind of meaning.、Mm, that is so beautiful, and thank you as well for mentioning. Like, you know, that there was a period when Hong Kong was、um, they like there were issues around、um, during the、oh. COVID times because that's a very hard time for the people in Hong Kong. So it's good that we acknowledge that. Yeah. And like because we are all separated,、mm-hmm. and like、um, the song is also saying that like is、uh, we will be united in one day. And、uh, Hong Kong is a migrant place, so like it's、um, completely fine that we separate or we move to a new place. So like our ancestors do. 
yeah, that kind of meaning. Yeah, that is yeah. so beautiful. Perfect song for um, the show as well. Yeah. Um, so we'll be right back after the song break.
And you're back on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina, and you're listening to Connecting Cultures Features on Otago Access Radio. And I'm here with Erica Wong, the Secretary of Otago International Students Association. Um, I'm focusing on students this past two weeks because um, students are back, and I do want to hear more stories on international students. Um, welcome back, Erica. Hi. <laughs> so before the song break, you told us so many stories about um, being Hong Kong person, um, your international student story coming to New Zealand from Hong Kong to Auckland to Dunedin, um, and yeah. all the cultures that you are exposed to. That was a really good story. I really enjoyed mm. talking to you. Um, so now I was wondering if you can share with us about your degree because it, it's a very cool combination like oh my god so cool asian studies and pharmacology um is that combination like deliberately or is it like separate things you're passionate about uh it's kind of separate uh things that i'm interested originally i come down to Dunedin to do health science first year and i was aiming to become a pharmacist but after that, and I realized that I am also interested in Asian studies as well. So like, I changed it to pharmacology and Asian studies and because I'm still interested in doing drugs. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think like, it's very interesting because like, as an Asian, we are not very get used to the Western medicine and the complexity about medicine. And that's what I'm um, really interested in doing pharmacology. Mm. But in Asian uh, Asian studies, that's, as I mentioned, I would like to get to uh, know how um, the Asian uh, culture intersect with each other and to get to know my friends. So like I did like two separate majors, but like I combined it in the same degree. Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, mm. um, I I understand when you, when you said that you have two separate things that you're passionate about I did psychology and gender studies it's like I love mental health I also love learning about like what it means to be a female what it means to be a woman you know so it's so interesting when um we can do that because um it's not something it's not a privilege that I could get um to do in Malaysia like it's so hard to like go into gender studies in Malaysia for example you know um Mm. so good on you for doing that you know you know that you're passionate about those two different fields so you're like taking both Mm. of them at the same time yeah (laughs) yeah Mm. um so how are you finding that degree so far because you're in your third year uh yes I absolutely enjoy my studies and um yeah as long as I learn more and I know so many things about like how the drug works in pharmacology and like how addiction or um, how um, the drug can treat different disease and also like in Asian studies and I really get to know a a lot more about the places surrounding me um, such as India or like Japan culture that I was never be taught about that 
and also Southeast um, Asian culture, countries as well. Mm. Yeah, and like we study like um, the religion, the media, um, the cultures, the society around Asia, which is very, very cool. That's so interesting.、Mm-hmm. Um, like I sometimes I wish like I had a chance to study something like that back in、uh, when I was in uni.、Um, the closest thing I did was cultural psychology. That was really interesting because I learned how different cultures have different mental health needs,、um, and they interact with each other differently. So,、um, for example, if we were to、um, know, like you know.、Um, My culture, Malaysia, is quite collectivistic.、Um, so,、yes. collectivistic meaning something like,、yeah. um, like my actions affect my whole community. You know, <laughs>、mm-hmm. so、um, in order to learn about like、um, ways to treat mental health,、um, it's like maybe it's something that we have to consider.、Um, you know, religion is like an important thing in Malaysia.、Uh, family, so it's not like an individual response. Yeah, so that's really interesting.、Um, I'm really happy that you got to study Asian studies. It's like so cool. <laughs> yeah,、um, like in Asians, like among different countries of Asia, it's very different from each other,、yeah. and like they are all like behave differently, and they、um, they react to New Zealand culture, especially for the migrant here.、Um, they are all different, so like it's very. Like interesting to get to know like how their ideas or values are coming from. Yeah, and like、um, when you study Asian studies, you realize how diverse like the subgroups in Asia is. It's like when people call us like Asians, it's like like what kind of Asian? You know, we're so <laughs> big. You know, we're there's so many different Asian groups, and, and we're also so different. So. Um, it's so important that people get to know us like individually or like by groups、mm. instead of like saying Asians, you know. Ah <laughs>、uh, yes, and also diaspora as well.、Mm. Like that's、uh, one of my main main interest area as well. Like how like、um, for example like Chinese.、Um, Overseas-born Chinese, like Australian Chinese, American Chinese, Malaysian Chinese, they are all different.、Yes. So, like when people say that you are all Chinese, and like we are just sometimes <laughs> kind of bizarre, right? Yeah, yeah.、Oh, that is so cool. Yeah, in- yeah, exactly.、Um, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure you have spiked some interest to our listeners to know more about like Asian studies because、um, it's such a cool degree. Like. Good on you for doing that. <laughs> yeah.、Um, let's talk about Oisa. You are、oh. currently the secretary of the Otago International Students Association.、Um, firstly, congratulations and thank you for taking up that role. That is like a really important role. I remember、um, two years ago, I was the president of the international committee、um, that established Oisa, and I had. A really good secretary with me, and I was very happy with like her job, like helping me make my job easier. So I'm sure that's like your role too.、Um, so tell me, like, how did you get involved with Oisa? 
Uh, I think like OISA has come to my attention a year ago, like during the establishment. And I remember Giraudi was the last year president and uh, I joined a lot of uh, OISA events and that makes me get to know OISA. And I think OISA is very cool clubs to promote the international students and uh, like it can be a, a connecting platform uh, with the school and with the student. So I think it's very, very cool. So I, I really want to join OISA. And yeah. Yeah. And how are you finding your role this year? Uh, I really like my role. And like, um, other than like doing the administration and assisting the president, and I get to know, uh, have a lot of chance to decide like on the event, on like what to advocate for, and like to bring up the issue during the meeting. So like it's um, pretty much advocacy and administration that I will be really interested in. Hmm. Yeah, and like um, the, in OISA this year, there's so many good people around me and they're very, very helpful and they give me so many autonomy. Uh, and we did like, it's, uh, in this year, we are just working for one or two months already, but we have achieved a lot of stuff already. Like we um, create so many new platforms for communication, doing so many automation like these are the like the hard effort all the members has input into the uh, clubs mm. which is very very cool and it's so important right like um especially communication because these days we are so separated like where people are working from home uh, online classes so this year like communication is like more than ever Im- so important so i'm glad that you guys worked that out this year uh yes like we have um still like trying very hard on that like to like try to move some of the stuff online and uh how to support the distance learning student or like those people who are staying at home at the moment uh so like that's why like there's so many changes uh occur in the year Hmm. and like stay tuned for that yeah (laughs) that's a very good plug um you might want to give people context uh, for OISA in case people want to find out more about the Otago International Students Association. Uh, this year, uh, our main communication channel is um, through the uh, Otago International Student Association Facebook, as well as Instagram as well. Uh, also, like this year, we have created uh, a notion, notion site to try to like being a um, a welcoming pack or like information pack, and so like it's uh everything is on the Facebook now, and like you are very welcome to follow that. That is Otago International Students Association, OISA. Yeah. Thank you so much, Erica. I'm sure our listeners would be keen to find out more and they'd be on their Facebook page to find out. Um, I'm just really excited for how OISA is going to do more well this year. You know, people are just, um, you know, they they need more um, support these days. Um, And we'll talk more about like well-being support later during the show. I think we have a lot to talk about then. Um, In your opinion, like what does it feel like to be an international student today? 
Uh, I think like in New Zealand, it's um very um we are fortunate to be in a place that is um so diverse, and there's so many Kiwi who are born overseas or like growing up in overseas, and there's so many migrants. So like they're already like having some knowledge about like different cultures around them. That's like very fortunate. And uh, yeah, because of the diverse culture in New Zealand, and as an international student, and we get lots of opportunities to get to know different cultures around. So, like I think being the international student nowadays is not really uh, a very very challenging compared to other countries. Um, and yeah. Hmm. That's really good. Thank you for mm. um sharing that. Um. Let's have another song break, because um, okay. you did bring us another song. Uh, yeah. And before, um, before we do that, can you tell us about the song? Ah, uh, yes, that song is about um, uh, the collective memories in Hong Kong and how mm-hmm. the rapid city development. Um, that is uh, a very famous song in Hong Kong. Uh, that was released in t- 2008. And like, I think most of the homeworkers can sing that. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh, it's uh, the kind of collective streets and collective place and how it was changes um, during the city development. That is a perfect song yeah. for the show. Thank you for sharing with us your Hong Kong culture. Um, I look forward to listen to it and we'll be right back after the song break.
You're back on Otago Access Radio 105.4 FM. I'm Arina, and you're listening to Connecting Cultures Features. And I'm here with Erica. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, Erica, thank you so much for the songs. So you've given us two song breaks, um, and they all match perfectly with the show. So thank you so much for that. Um, so now, after the song break. We promise that we'll be talking about well-being, and I think it's such an important topic to talk about these days. What do you think, Erica? Ah,、uh, yes, like especially during the COVID period, and every everything is changing. Yeah, so like we have to be like very adaptable, very flexible. Yeah, like as an international student, like we move a lot. Like we keep like moving flat every year. We um we move to a new city always. Yeah, and move to a new countries. So like we like we have to keep changing and get adapt to the changes around.、Mm. Yeah. So like when like the things like surrounding surrounding us are changing, and we have to adapt with. Exactly. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, and、um, as an international student, and like it's very important to maintain a community around you when you get to a new environment.、Okay. And like I'm very lucky to have Oyster as my very solid community. And like if we have like anything, any concerns, and like they are they are there to listen to you and they are there to help you. So I I think it's very important for international student and all the people around to like. Um, get uh to find a community around you and uh have a chat with them and make sure you there are some people around you. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good recommendation, like a tip. Um, getting to know the community because I know so many international students who come here and they don't know about cultural clubs. Like, no wonder why they feel so isolated during their first year. They didn't know that, for example, if they're Vietnamese, they didn't know. OVSA exists. If they're Filipino, they didn't know the Otago Filipino Association、uh, exists. You know, so it's um it's very worrying when um you know they don't have that support system. It's, can you imagine like going to a new country with like no one you know around you and like you don't have that root that's holding you? Yeah. Yes, like I remember during my first year, and I don't know the existence of any club as well. 
Yeah, but like I'm lucky that I stay in a hall, so like we, I still get a community around me. Mm. Yeah, but I think it's very um important to promote like the the sense of community to the new year student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially people in their first year, sometimes they don't know that, you know, university isn't just about studying and like going to classes. It's also about like volunteering, being around humans, talking to them, getting making new friends. You know, um, especially um, for Asian cultures, we are taught to study very very hard, and like grades are like the most important thing in the world. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> so that's how yeah, because yeah, that's how like. My culture back home was like, like um, you know, that's so important to maintain your grades and stuff. Yeah. Um, so sometimes we forget that you know it's not all that. <laughs> yeah, life is not always about that. In my culture, like we are just like a grade student by default. Mm. But yeah, but like when I just grow up and like I realize that like grades is not everything, and we still have to like live happily. Yeah, that's like New Zealand Kiwi mentality. Exactly. So like just chill out, yeah. Yeah, here it's very, um, the work-life balance is very balanced. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Yeah, sometimes I get shocked by it, um, but it makes sense as well. Like, because um, in Malaysia, people go to work early because of traffic jam and they leave home late because they have to work overtime and they have to like, um, prove things to to their bosses. It's like, oh my god. Um, what about family time? You know, so it's it's something that um work life balance is actually very clear here in New Zealand. I'm very happy about that. Yeah, me too. And like um the Kiwi around here, like other than the work time, they still can spend so many fr- uh, time with family, with friends, and going to the beach. Yeah, yeah. During my time, like my spare time, and I would always like go out and go to the beach and go to bushwalking with friends. Mm. Yeah, and there's so many places around the Nadine that people can spend time on. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what are your favorite places in Dunedin that you visit? Mm, I like the pyramid and uh, Otago Peninsula. Ah. It's a very good place for bushwalking. Yeah. yeah. Tiger Peninsula, and, yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a car, and maybe you can go to Botanic Garden. It's also a very nice place, and you can walk up the hill. Yeah, it mm. is very um beautiful place that people can spend their time on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in the gardens, I love visiting the birds up there. Have you been to the aviary? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's yeah, a parrot. Time, like when I go out with my friends, and we saw them like uh kind of uh mating with each other oh <laughs> yeah it's very interesting yeah oh that's so nice to see yeah. um just like birds in their natural habitat yeah and like we are very privileged to live in New Zealand that we can explore the nature yeah yeah and like we are not like living in a city of skyscraper yeah so like we can yeah we can get um get used to utilize the time in New Zealand to explore the nature around and there's so many nice places around Dunedin as well yeah yeah in South Island mm. and I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because you came from Hong Kong Hong Kong is a very city vibes <laughs> uh yes <laughs> yeah um so it must be very different when you came to Dunedin and like you're so surrounded by nature uh, yes, like when I first arrived in Dunedin, 
that was 2020, late the COVID times, when uh, I landed from the plane from Christchurch, and like the Dunedin Airport is surrounded by the green, <laughs> and I thought like, I, am I gonna stay in a village? <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, but okay. And uh, after the shuttle, and like. Um, to the, to my hall, and I realized, that, okay, at least there must McDonald's nearby. Yeah, and that, that's <laughs> still like kind of city. Yeah. yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad because there's McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Every time I talk to someone who migrated um, to New Zealand or an international student, they would always talk about like their first um, experience was like the airport. Like they're so shocked. Like they are they like in a farm? Like there's so many cows around them. (laughs) (laughs) What have I done? You know. (laughs) Yeah, Dunedin is a very interesting airport place. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's meant to shock Um, you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, back in uh, 2018, I I arrived in Auckland. That is a city. Mm. But like in Dunedin, the airport is surrounded by the green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it must have been so shocking. Um, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story, um, and for telling us like some tips about like well being. Um, but. Like, how are you personally doing these days? Because, um, like, cases are so high and I'm working from home and I haven't been outside for a bit because I'm just, like, like it's a self-managed isolation thing. <laughs> like, I don't need to, but I feel like I should. You know that feeling? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, um, I'm still, like, going out and, like, social with friends, but I don't go to party. Yeah, and like as the case number is rising, I think like everyone is just as long as you prepare for yourself for the COVID and like you'll be fine. If you are just too bored and maybe you can go out and like have a walk around. Hmm. Yeah. Go visit the nature. You know, it's yeah, really nice. Visit the nature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, don't go to parties. <laughs> nature. <Yeah. laughs> um that's very good tips. Um yeah, like we just get used to lots of changes and there's so many um, announcements like pop up from the workplace and from the school and like sometimes it can be a bit confusing. Yeah, so like what I would do is just like um, putting a notebook and like to simplify that and put like all the protocols down and see what we can do about that. Like um, as well as doing uh, during the exam time, I would just um, use a, a to-do list system uh-huh. to like, sort out what we have to do, like first priority to the low priority. So like when you finish one task and like you cross that out from the to-do list, <laughs> it can be very satisfying. Um, I love organization and like to-do lists. So like um, I really like when you mentioned that. Um, I don't study anymore, but that's really good tips for students out there, you know, like yeah. Um, um, it's March like university just started but like things can happen really fast and you just don't know mm. Mm. yeah and how do you cope with the COVID so far mm. yeah how about you like how do you organize um. your work on- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'm like right now um, we're just taking like day by day you know Yeah, I think that's important for me because sometimes I tend to plan too far ahead. Yeah, Uh, yes, that's my problem as well. (laughs) I'm an overthinker. Mm. Yeah, but nowadays, like, because 
changes are happening every day, every hour. Yeah, and there's and no you point. Can't plan ahead. No, yeah, yeah. there's no and point. Like, what you can do is focus on the present and focus on what you need to do now. Uh, yeah, before you have the capacity to think about the future, because uh, like it's changing, so you you have no point to think about that. <laughs> I'm really yeah. glad we had this conversation because yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Like, um. Sometimes I want to think about like, oh, okay, borders are opening. When can I go back to Malaysia? When can I come <laughs> back? You know, what's the best time to do that? But you know, it's, there's no way yeah. that I can actually say yeah. that. Um, Maybe just focus on the present yeah. and like appreciate the beauty around you yeah. and try to explore the New Zealand, explore the native a little bit more. Yeah, that's very good advice, Erica. I'm really yeah. glad I talked to you. I feel very, like. Whole right now, just just like learning about um, because I feel like we have a lot in common. Like there are things oh, that when yeah. you say like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like I know that I've told myself that before. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so before we end the show, um, do you have any last words to share to our listeners out there? I think like just stay safe and like enjoy your time in Aotearoa. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Erica. It was so nice to talk to you. It's like, um, you know, I just met someone who is so pa- passionate about culture and like just like learning in general. So when you're speaking, like I can sense like you're very eager to share about your culture and want to hear more about what other people's culture is like. So it's really nice meeting you. Mm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, me too. Like you're very interesting. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Um, all right, so we'll see you again. Yeah, see you. Bye. Bye. And now for our vaccine update. We are now in Omicron Phase 3. At Phase 3, the focus is on safely managing COVID-19 at home. This means we can keep our hospital beds free for people who are vulnerable and need medical treatment. Vaccination boosters are the best way to fight Omicron and protect yourself and your whanau. It's critical that all of us who can get boosted as soon as possible. If you're age 18 years or over and have had your second vaccination for at least three months ago, get your booster as soon as possible. Evidence show that protection against infection with the primary vaccination course decreases over time. Getting a top-up vaccine after your first two doses would help boost your immunity against COVID-19. Boosters also help slow the spread of virus. They lower the chances of getting very sick from COVID-19 so more of us can stay well, and that helps free us the hospitals for people who need care. With Omicron in the community, getting a COVID-19 booster is the best thing you can do to protect yourself, your whanau, and your community. While two shots were great protection against Delta, you need a booster for Omicron. You can either book an appointment using Book My Vaccine website or visit a walk-in clinic for your booster vaccine today. If you're age 12 years or over, walk-in appointments are available at the Meridian Mall Dunedin. Walk-ins are also available at some GPs. You can find more information at southernhealth.nz COVID-19 clinics. For children of age 5 to 11 years old, Bookings are required unless specifically noted so. 
You can book online at the website Book My Vaccine or call 0800-282926. That is 0800-282926 from 8am to 8pm, 7 days a week. Translation services are also available in over 40 languages and there's also the option to use New Zealand Relay services. You should get a COVID test if you have a cold, flu, or COVID-19 symptoms, or if you're a household contact of a case. At Phase 3, PCR tests will be used for people who need it most, and rapid, age, and ra- rapid antigen tests will become more widely available. When you go for a test, the testing center will let you know which test is best for you. You can find the COVID testing station seven days a week at Te Kaika testing station from 9am to 4pm Victoria Road, which is next to the Dunedin Ice Stadium. The Dunedin COVID Community Testing Centre from 11am to 7pm at 5 Malcolm Road. And both of these places are uh, for drive through and walk-in and no appointment is needed. And to find out more information on what to do during Phase 3, go to the website covid19.govt.nz. Thanks for listening to Connecting Cultures Features on RFM. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.